Welcome back to the Content Warning World Fighting Championship Content Warning, saying it twice just to get it out there. In this corner, we have all of the dirty words and the fucks and the shits and the swears that we are going to say. And in this corner, we have the penis talk. So, in case you haven't noticed by the fact that I said all of those already, we will be having various dirty conversations and probably swearing a lot. Ready? And fight! Hi everybody, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. We're Aeronauts, and we're back with more word balloons. We've been flying higher in our own hot air, but have stopped our journey to the bar with no name to... Fight! fight. So with that in mind, Zach, what's our matchup this week? Our stowaway, oop, drop the coin, need that. Stowaway. We'll be. <laughs> uh, hi. We'll be arguing stowing. for Wanda. <laughs> stowaway Nutter Steven here. Uh, we'll be arguing for Wanda Maximov, the Scarlet Witch, while I will be arguing for John Henry Irons, aka Steel. Gotta say, one thing I realized that of going through this, I forgot how much I really love Steel as a character and how wildly underrated I think he is as like someone who should be carrying his own book or in the Justice League more often than he is. How much do you think that has to do with the Shaq movie? Doesn't help. Oh no, I don't think it helps at all. <laughs> Question before we actually start in on it. I'm trying to go off my own memory right now, but things are a little bit hazy. Even though we came up with this completely random list that we were dealing with, is this the first time we have a DC character fighting? No, because Nightwing was in the first oh, episode. Oh, that's right. Nightwing was in the first episode. I think we do have more Marvel characters on the list just because we ended up with a bunch of spider variants that got uh, tossed in. Mm-hmm. That was um, me. Yeah. But Plus, spider variants are fun. They are. I didn't expect as many of them to come up as they have, but... I, I really wish Aranya would have come up, but... Same. I mean, we got more seasons seasons to do. Wild, wild character I love that I think I have maybe read a single issue. Aranya? Yeah, I I don't think I've read more than a single fucking issue of anything with her in it, and I fucking am, like, hard in the page for, like, just, like, Team Aranya. The most recent Spider-Verse crossover, I don't remember what it's called, because they did Spider-Verse, then Spider-Geddon, and now it's another Mm -hmm. Spider-something or another. Aranya seems to be a much more significant character than she was. Web of the Spider-Verse. Oh, that's come up a couple of times. I just, I... And she's back to being Aranya, because she was Spider-Girl for a while, and yeah, it's fine, but... Her mystical armor get-up is one of my favorite Mm -hmm. spider designs. She's back to her kind of Aranya design, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. Anyways, Steel versus Scarlet Witch. Now, you and I discussed this a little bit. We're going with uh, Scarlet Witch's, like, magician or mutant who manipulates magical energy, as if I remember right, as opposed to some of her earlier... If you've ever listened to our Noob Island episode on the Scarlet Witch, her powers are so fucking poorly defined Mm -hmm. that we were going with, basically, she's a magician, whether it's because of mutant powers or otherwise. Now, under that context, just for the sake of my research, does that mean... Is that... Would her being a nexus being be covered under that? If you have an argument that you think that that will affect uh, I was about to say, I don't know if her being a nexus affects anything in this I don't. Fight, if you have a way that it will benefit the fight, I say use it. Okay. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I don't... And then... I'm curious to hear if... You... Yeah, now I'm just fascinated. Oh my... Well, I, I was just curious mostly to know whether or not that would be co- allowed or covered. Um, and then my question to you is whether or not this it is going to be the iteration of Steel that is 
kind of the current iteration where he's kind of bio-organic steel? Or if it's going We are going with shoot. a more traditional steel thing. Shack. Also, bio-organic... No, bio-organic steel is like 10 years ago. Is that... But I think that's from like 2005, but... Uh, I mean, I fucking don't know steel <laughs> uh, as well. Say, that's more like... 20 years ago? Yeah, no, just age me in the dust. Um, I don't fucking know who was steel for to shit. To be honest, I'm not sure where steel's powers are. I know he's got a new series coming out soon called Steelworks that sounds awesome. Ooh. Great name. Uh, Great name. I it, love it, that. It's what they call his company a lot of times. But anyways, we are going with traditional power suit steel and his big awesome hammer. As opposed to, like, I looked up, he at one point was wearing something called like the Eidolon armor or something that made him, like, basically a tokusatsu character that could grow giant-sized and fly through space. And, like, I'm like, I'm not... I'm going with the steel that we all know. Which, cool thing, means... He can direct his hammer as it flies through, like flies in the air. That that was pretty cool when I found that out today. All right. I'm going to flip the coin. But right. yes, basically you were going with she's a magician as opposed to poorly defined, I can slightly alter reality probability at levels that, that blah, 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 make blah, no blah, blah. sense. Yes. That even the writers were like, man, we made this way too complicated. Heads or tails? Uh, tails. Heads. You know what? I'll go first. Going with the thing of... So far, this has been my favorite approach, I'm realizing. So maybe I'm just not interesting when it comes up with fights. But Steel is used to fighting characters more powerful than himself. And so recognizing probably... Although who knows? Because he's very science-based. A magician character might make him wildly uncomfortable. But... Going with the concept of gotta hit hard, gotta hit fast. Scarlet Witch is incredibly powerful, but it does re- her powers do require a pretty significant level of concentration at almost any given time. So I'm going to go with the argument, and this is messed up, of throw the hammer at her face, which Thor's done to her a couple of times, so whatever. She'll probably use her reality warping powers or magic or whatever to deflect it. But while she's paying attention to that thing, he's going to shoot her with his rivet gun, which is real messed up when you think about it. I find his it quite secondary weapon. Oh, God. <laughs> his secondary weapon, and it fits in the whole he's John Henry theme, is just railroad-sized rivets that he launches at high-powered. It's an it's a oversized, overpowered nail gun that he's shooting at people. And I think if I'm he can, like... the rivet gun from Bioshock 2. Mm. Probably accurate. Never played Bioshock, but any kind of spike cannon that you can think of is basically accurate. I think that if he can distract her, then he has enough multiple kinds of attacks. And we're not talking Iron Man's infinite guns combo, but, like, distract her with one thing, shoot her with the other thing, and then if he can cause that basic damage, he can overwhelm from there. Would you kindly start your argument? So, my argument is generally basically man in an Iron Man suit (laughs) versus the Scarlet Witch Nexus being who's tapped into all reality's magic and is the center focal point of all magic in her universe connected to all other reality's magic. I don't think a dude in an Iron Man suit's gonna really take it against all of magic. That's my general argument. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. My general argument is that she is power levels magic. off the scale. Yeah, compared to okay. <laughs> Versus scientists with a big gun and a hammer and a hammer that he can't, can't leave out the hammer. <laughs> he does have a pretty bitchin' hammer that, like, the farther he throws it, the more inertia it builds up and does more damage. But also, we're in a warehouse. They're generally what. 60... A city block at the most. Like, a, a city block, which is so, like, mm-hmm. I, I imagine, what, 30 yards max? We live 
in the country or near the country, so a city block could mean a lot it's to us to, compared to, to like... But basically, as far as I can tell with this hammer, it, the f- further he throws it, the more power it has. And it kind of maxes out after like 60 yards, as far as I can tell. Yeah, it's um, going to be hard-pressed to get to the max. Well, I'll, I'll definitely... Within the framing of where they're fighting. He's never going to be really able to let that loose as much as he can. She's also just going to fire off a blast immediately at him and be able to deflect before he's able to throw his hammer and then fire a gun. Also has energy, I forget what the term is, but can absorb energy from people from blasts. So if she does get shot at, she's going to absorb that kinetic energy and then blast it right back at him. She has bishop's powers too. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand how it works because it's fucking magic. But yeah, as far okay, as I I'll give you that. that. She has the ability to absorb energy blasts, and I don't know necessarily if the rivet gun would fall under that. But from my understanding of it, it seemed like she could take like a forceful hit and convert it back into another blast, so that she can then basically absorb power as she's being hit to then rechannel it, making her stronger. Anything more? My turn to counter. Okay, so I will. And kind of specific things on it. One, even if she's able to relaunch that kinetic force back at her, which is cool, and I did not know that, so good job for you. And also... She still just got shot, and I'm even going to say just the leg. She still just got shot in the fucking leg with, uh, like, train rivet. Like, railroad spike. Like, that is... That's still going to mess you up. Can magically, biologically control uh, biological material. She uses this to merge the whole. Save this for Sorry. your rebuttal. <laughs> but thank you for bringing up why Joe Caseta used to hate using Doctor Strange in any story whatsoever. <laughs> Magical Swiss Army knife. I will say, one, he can take more of a hit than she can. So, I mean, really, even if she gets a couple of good shots on him, if they can get a couple of good shots on each other, that's his best shot at winning. And then, two... Scarlet Witch, and this is admittedly partially thanks to piss poor writing over the years, in the Scarlet Witch store, uh, episode of New Byland that we covered, I definitely got very angry at sexist writing. I definitely listened a couple to that of times. episode today. <laughs> it went too long, but I was actually really happy with the first like two thirds of it. But if you can throw, <laughs> didn't mean to do a John Mulaney quote here, but here we are. If you can throw him or offer rhythm, um, it, it is where you're going to take her. Out. A lot of times it takes her a moment to cast the spell. or an, a, There's several cases. I mean, even if we're leaning on uh, Infinity War, that's the one where she's trying to do a spell thing, yeah? Oh, um, yeah? I don't remember what magical tchotchke is, but all the other Avengers have to stop Thanos while she's doing something with the vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a kind of un... Oh, she's like trying to pull the Infinity Stone. That's it, that's it. But uh, that's not overly important beyond the fact that that's kind of an ongoing thing with Scarlet Witch. It's not... In a lot of cases, it is, yes. It, and it, it does involve so, some concentration, and so, like, a, it's basically she, like D&D magic. You have to have some sort of somatic uh, element. You have to be concentrating. If he can break her concentration, that's his best shot at it. Concentration, get a hit or two before she can launch the truly big stuff. I was desperately hoping... While making the, while doing the research that I was going to be able to do the sonar blast that I was able to do with Iron Man? No. No. <laughs> Literally, they're like, it's a very powerful suit. He can trade shots with Superman, which does work in my favor, because that means he can take a lot of hits. But really, his offensive weapons are railroad spikes and a hammer. He should be, like, more deadly than the Punisher, if you think at all in real life. But because we're arguing comic book stuff, we're making some allowances for comic book physics. Yeah. 
So my rebuttal is magic. <laughs> Unfortunately, I realized that, like, I'm just, I realized earlier that my whole fucking argument is basically she's fucking magic. Um, which, she has the magic ability to manipulate biology and can rapidly heal both herself and others. She uses this to revive someone from the fucking dead at one point. They were recently, like, murdered. I can't remember Couple of times. Beyond the reality warping shit that she's doing, like, she's literally just, like, affecting the bio- biological, like, cell structure and can control them. She also uses that to interlink various Hulks and Bruce Banner for some fucking reason at another point. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell that I read the Wikipedia thing real fast? <laughs> yep. But she's magic. He's a fucking smart dude. He's an engineer who built a fucking suit. The argument is that he's got to catch her off her guard. She can fly. She can create magic shields and magic blasts. It does require concentration, but she spent decades training and learning magic and learning the very base level spells that she would need to do to ward off basic shots of, oh, someone's throwing a hammer at me. Oh, and they're also shooting at me. Having fought with both the Brotherhood of Mutants and uh, alongside the X-Men at various points, and the Avengers, I imagine she's fairly capable of taking on multiple attacks at once from a single target. Okay. Tyler? Okay, so this one's hard. Really? I did not think it was going to be hard. I also probably didn't do a great job of arguing. (laughs) This one's hard because I'm trying to base it on arguments rather than me also trying to figure it out in my head. Zach almost got the one win until Stephen brought up the experience, which was the one thing I was looking for. Like, she's fought on team. She knows how to deal with multiple attacks. I was not going to win point, this one. At this <laughs> point, Scarlet Witch wins. The I, moment I that we forgot to make the argument because it's so fucking obvious in the back of my brain of, like, I, she's literally only... You, you ever see her with everybody else. It's only very recently that you've seen her as a standalone. This character. doesn't go into the argument because it's already determined and stuff. The only counter I would have given on that, if I could, is up until recently, she's not used to fighting alone, so it's going to change mm-hmm. the game slightly. But... Um, That's a very good counter, actually. We will go into this in our after thing that we always do, because I have a couple of things. That said, I kind of agree with you. So, uh... So Scarlet Witch takes that one. But in order to keep our journey going, we're going to have to drop some ballast. Luckily, Zack is stuffed to the brim with assorted genre facts. I'll prod him a bit and see what shakes loose. Remember, any misses or mistakes will have to be made up for at the end of our trip. Today, we'll keep with this expedition's theme of Marvel villains. So, Zack, what knowledge can you drop? On Moonstone. Moonstone's real name is like Carla Sofen? I know yep. Carla's the first name, I'm not 100% sure on the last. She has, she is an evil psychiatrist. Um, came out in the 70s, so that psychiatrist was a much like darker concept than modern day where therapy's a good thing. Though, she's not a good therapist. She's someone that learned psychiatry to mess with people instead of actually help them. Like a Hannibal Lecter style? Yeah, sort therapist. of. I, I'm going to have to take your word on that, but that's because I don't know enough about Hannibal Lecter. Although I, I don't know enough about Hannibal to make that uh, reference in this room, in all honesty. I, I... So, yes. Okay. Um, well, I feel like he's very professional, so technically he was actually a really good psychiatrist, but when you start to get into, like, the Hannibal series, he is absolutely using it to, like, screw with Will Graham. So. Mm-hmm. Now, her power comes from the Moonstone, which is where she got her name from. I want to say it's a Cree-based weapon? Yes. 
Okay. I'm not 100% sure what the Moonstone does. She's able to use it to fly and have enhanced strength and power and stuff and shoot energy blasts. There have been some implications that it can be used for much bigger things, but whether she's just not capable of dealing with it or these are the most practical ways to use the Moonstone, I don't know off the top of my head. Moonstone was originally a Hulk villainess, but tends to fall under one of those uh, shows up in team stuff, a member of the Masters of Evil a lot kind of thing, which is probably where she's best known for because she was a member of the group of the Masters of Evil that first became the Thunderbolts, which was, um, if you don't know, because they've announced a Thunderbolts movie, but it's basically just like the darker edged people. It, It kind of feels like Marvel Suicide Squad, while originally the Thunderbolts was after the Avengers died in a big storyline thing. The Masters of Evil, who were one of the big Avengers enemies, decide to fake being superheroes to gain the public's trust so they can use it to take over. Spoilers, I haven't gotten to the end of the first issue yet. No. (laughs) <laughs> Literally, it was the best kept secret in the history of comic books. They couldn't sell the book for shit because they didn't tell anyone until you opened up the last page and then found out this awesome new leader, Citizen V, is Baron fucking Zemo. It, it's, you cannot sell this book in any way. Of, like, it wouldn't work today. No. But it was so good. Now, some of the villains who had been, you know, kind of B-level villains that didn't get any respect are suddenly loved and adored by the public and doing good and, like, feeling good about themselves. Or like, hey, maybe we should just be superheroes. Meanwhile, Baron Zemo's trying to actually take over the world. And Moonstone, who's going by the name Meteor at the time, is mostly just here to make everyone's problems bigger. (laughs) She wants to rule the team, but she doesn't even necessarily want to be in charge. She likes being the power behind the throne to manipulate people to her own ends. She's later recruited by Norman Osborn into the Dark Avengers, which is Norman Osborn making his own team of Avengers when he's basically operating as Nick Fury for a while, as the head of Hammer. After Secret Invasion, Norman Osborn ends up basically being Nick Fury, in case you didn't know that. Where she is operating as Miss Marvel, because he comes up with like, here's a Spider-Man, but it's actually Venom. Here's a Hawkeye, but it's Bullseye. Here's Wolverine, but it's Wolverine's shitty son. It's, here's... I kind of like Wolverine's shitty son. Yeah, but that doesn't make Dakin anything but Wolverine's shitty son. No, that's true. Here's... Miss Marvel, and she's wearing the classic Miss Marvel, like, not even the good classic Miss Marvel costume, but her very first one, where she's wearing a really long scarf and a bathing suit for some bizarre combination of reasons. Weird. Yeah, it's not a good costume. Um, and then she continues to do, anytime Miss, or anytime Moonstone, I almost said Miss Marvel, and then I almost said Moon Knight. Anytime Moonstone shows up, she's doing her same bullshit. I'm powerful enough that you gotta deal with me. I'm useful enough that I can manipulate people into doing what you want them to do so like I'm worth having on the team for whatever shitty villain plan you have going on but anything I'm going to do even if it helps you is going to be for my own advantage she's just there to be the chaos agent with the power of psychiatry and energy I guess moon blasts so I'm going to like you're close enough like you got everything basically except for what exactly the moonstone is it's a Cree gravity stone technically her powers are gravity based but it's never really expounded upon in a way that how does she shoot lasers out of her hands then exactly (laughs) gravity there are gravity lasers. It's like when Scarlet Witch, because you're there, uh, had probability powers, but she could still shoot hex bolts. Yeah, she's affecting the probability that bolts shoot out of her fucking hands. <laughs> it's like the infinite improbability drive for her hands. Yeah. 
fucking moonstone or gravity whatever is using um, uh, gravity to fucking generate lasers out of her hands. But, I mean, there's a lot of different specifics you could get into, but you hit the gist of everything, is that she always just shows up on her same old bullshit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And tends to just be, like, evil counterpart to Miss Marvel. Yeah. She's almost redeemed a couple of times. Like, maybe that'd be it. She made out with Hawkeye for a while, when he was, like, trying to help the Thunderbolt. And for a while since we brought him up. Well, yeah. Uh, but who hasn't made out with Hawkeye, though? I feel like that guy gets wrong. You're not I thought you were going to say, who hasn't made out with Dakin, considering he You're has even less powers. wrong. <laughs> and he's bi, so he's real into it. Hawkeye's only playing for half the teams. Yeah, for a moment, she was almost going for redemption. But really, she was just like, the moment it became like personal sacrifice would be required to do good, she's like, nah, I'm out. Peace, suckers. <laughs> she's a sociopath. Like, she's a sociopath psychiatrist, which is dangerous. Cool. Well, that's it for today, folks. We're taking off. But before we go, we'd like to remind you to hit subscribe and check out all of our sister shows at yourverm.com. That is E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. Other ways to get in touch with and follow us will be in the show notes. As always, we want to give a special thanks to our editor, Stephen Gady, and to Ian Ford for our theme song tracks. Until next time, I'm Tyler. I'm Zach. Up, up, and away.